Amen. Praise God on today. Pastor Jerry Fletcher coming to you. Amen. And we just want to share. This is like part two in our lesson on today. Comprehending the fullness. And we're going to review that. <clears throat> and then we're going to talk about oneness with Christ. And this is Ephesians on today. Amen. God is good. His mercy endures from everlasting to 11 everlasting. Amen. We just thank and praise everyone for coming in on today. So let's, let's go in prayer and then we'll share out. Um, what the word of God has to say. Amen. Father, we thank you. And we praise you. We praise you for who you are and that your word is so good and from everlasting to everlasting. We thank you that eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that you have for us. We thank you because through Jesus Christ, we have all that we can anticipate all that we can think of. And it's in you that we breathe, it's in you that we move, it's in you, it's in you, it's in you. All that we can think of, all that we can come up with and fathom in our mind, in our heart, body, and soul. And we glorify you on today, that's better. Amen. And we thank you. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Amen. We just want to um, do part two on this this uh, talk series. We're going to overview the fullness, comprehending the fullness. How can we comprehend the fullness without the Holy Spirit? We need the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not only that, but once we get the Holy Ghost, we got to walk in oneness with him. And what it is that he's saying, what it is that he has for us to do. Amen. Glory to God. Let's share in the greatness of his word on today. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. We thank God. For today, let's go ahead and do it. Let's move in. Let's move in. All right. So, so here in Ephesians 3, Paul is sharing and he's talking about some things. And we just want to highlight that really quick. 
Amen. I'm, I'm going to use the Amplified version of the Bible on today. Guess what? I got my Bible instead of electronics here. And so here, Jesus, uh, Paul is praying that we come into the fullness of understanding, comprehending the depth, the height, the breadth, the, the largeness of what God has for us. And we're going to recap that. And then talk about oneness. Man, what is oneness? What does it mean? The fullness of God walking in that. And so here, uh, let's let's recap here. And this is amplified on today. And so Paul says here in Ephesians 3 and 14, amplified, it says, For this reason, grasping the greatness of this plan, by which the Jews and the Gentiles are joined together in Christ. And man, he's saying there's a great plan. There's a great unity brought about through Jesus Christ for the Jews and the Gentiles. Amen. He says, he said, Let, how are you going to grab hold of it and grasp it? The natural mind of who we are can't, can't contain it all. Even if it's a, a, a grain of sand of it, we, we can't, but by the spirit of God and by our spirit tapping into his spirit, we receive the fullness. Amen. We, we grasp hold of it from that position. And then he says here, he says, it's a great coming together. It's a great thing. He said, I bow my knees in reverence. I bow my knees in respect. I got to go in and you got to go in before God in a state of humility, in a state of, of, humbleness amen before the father amen of the lord jesus christ amen he's 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 tapping into the heavenly realm he's declaring and he's decreeing he's coming into a place of humility you've got to come into the place of humility before god it says here may he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energize man amen with power through his spirit and the inner self amen there's an inner man there's an inner part of you that has to be strengthened glory to god and you have to go in glory to god you have to go in amen by his spirit there's context it talks about not by might not by power but by my spirit and so there's that place where we must enter in to the glory of god the fleshly man cannot do it amen the mightiness of god's wisdom can't even be compared to silver and gold it can't even be compared to the most precious metals that are upon the earth glory to god he has exceeded amen everything by his word and we have to trust in it we must grab hold of it by the spirit of god amen and 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 it's not a mighty thing like conquering a nation amen but it's a place and position of humility we must bow down and that's what paul is saying here he says from whom every family in heaven and on the earth the derives its name amen god the first and ultimate father so there's a derivative of the name by the only name of jesus christ that's the only name 
that we need to know. That's the only name, amen, that we must bow under that name, amen. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, amen. But what position will you be in? Will you be in the position that he is Lord or, or, or and ruler, amen? Are you going to be in position that he's coming back, amen, as a, a warrior to conquer and to take back all the things, amen, according to his word. Which position are you going to be in? Well, I'm going to be in a position that he is Lord over my life, and then I can go uh, in his name and go before Abba, amen, and, and secure and, and those things. And so this comprehension has to be by the Spirit. When I was in the world and I was trying to collect data on who God was, amen, my natural man, my natural man and my mind could not comprehend Man, I was reading the word of God. I was searching for hours at time. You know, I come in from the club and everything. Amen. But I grab that Bible and read it and, and be up all night. I could not comprehend until he came in and he became one with me and he interdwelled my spirit with his spirit until he fully inflamed and took over my personality, man, I was, I was, um, going to Bible study, some Bible studies and they begin to talk about the inner dwelling of the Holy spirit. Amen. And, and, and I don't know, I guess I was hungry for it, but when the spirit of God came in, amen, I was, I was drunk spiritually and, and he began to speak through me, um, and just take over and consume my body. Not only that, but man, we came back that next week. It was a Thursday night Bible study. Man, he grabbed hold of me and he, 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 for the naysayers and the sideliners, amen. He filled and refilled me, amen. And from that time to this, whenever I pick up the word of God, I, I get a comprehension and an understanding uh, of it. Before that, before his inner dwelling and before he secured me, Amen. I, I, I didn't understand. I didn't uh, grasp the fullness of what it was that he was trying to tell me. But Paul is saying here that he bows. Amen. It says here, many may he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self. Amen. There's a strength that I had to get. There was a strength that I had to uh, comprehend in the spirit realm. The natural man could not understand it. And so he grabbed hold of me and he came in. I guess I invited him into me and he had supped with me. And, and, and so I was strengthened in the inner man. And so there were certain things um, that he gave me strength to take over and to do. He gave me illumination on, on who I really was. And he energized me and he gave me power. Power to secure the gate, power to secure those things which are in heaven uh, as to bring them down upon the earth. And then in 17 of Ephesians here, he says, so that Christ might dwell in your hearts through your faith so i believe amen for many years i believe that jesus 
was central and I invited him into my heart. But from that time until I got fully filled 100%, my comprehension on the fullness of God was very limited, right? It was very limited. And, 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 and so I knew that I had salvation, amen. But there was other things that, that was left open, but that oneness security with the inner dwelling of the Holy Ghost, you need that, amen. If you're not inner dwell or you don't have the Holy Ghost, I want to invite you right now. Just say it with me, Father, I need your Holy Spirit. Father, I accept Jesus as Lord. Repeat that after me. Father, I accept Jesus as Lord over my life. And so I invite your Holy Spirit into my body. Hallelujah. Into my spirit to tap it. And so he says here, by faith, and we're at seven. And may you have, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. So the motive for me was the love of God. I, I needed to find that love. I needed to understand the one that created me. I needed to understand and seek out the purpose for my life. Glory to God. And it couldn't come through mama. It couldn't come through daddy. It couldn't come through being in the military. It couldn't come through just going to church. I had to form the basis of that one-on-one -on -one relationship so that I can comprehend the deepness relative to me, right? Some people want the deepness for other things, but I needed to know about Christ for myself. I need to get a revelation about Christ for myself. Amen. It says here in 18, it says be fully capable capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people. Amen. There's a synchronization that must take place. You must be in sync with the things of God. Then you can comprehend your place and where you need to be relative to the body of Christ and central focus on what it is that you need to be doing. So when you show up in a place and God has something for you to do, you're not intimidated by others, but you just get in and you get synced up with the things of God. You get synced up with the word of God. You get synced up by faith with the vision of God for your life. And then you become in the place of oneness. Glory to God. Amen. And so that syncing up, right? The and, and then when you sync up, there's that deepness, that width, that breath, and that love that passes all understanding that comes with it. Amen. I need to get to chapter four of Ephesians, but I'm kind of trying to overview here. Amen. From the, the, the comprehension. Amen. It says here in 19, it says, and to know, amen, practically through personal experience that the love of Christ. Do you have a personal relationship? Do you have a personal uh, experience with God? You know, Paul had the Damascus Road. That was his personal experience where, you know, Jesus spoke to him. He says, hey, he said, man, why are you pursuing me? Why are you trying to uh, uh, kill Christians, man? He, he, he said, no, that wasn't your purpose. That wasn't what I designed you to do. Amen. So Paul had to get a fuller revelation. 
And that's where we need to be. We need to get the fullness of who Christ is, his love for us. Glory to God. And then in 19, it says here, I'm skipping down. It's the Amplified Version. It says that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God. Amen. When the Holy Ghost came those two times and filled me, all my energy based from the physical, I was exhausted. Amen. And, and I was, amen. They had to put me, load me in the car and, and somebody drove my car and dropped me off in my dorm room. And I, I, I was, I was drenched with the Holy Spirit, the consuming fire. And, and, and I began to have a fullness of understanding of the riches of what God was and for my life and what I needed. And, and he, had showed up in my life and, and shown me a greater degree. And so when once he feels you, what's next? Well, you know, what's happening? What's going on? There's a, a oneness of unity within his spirit. And we're going to get to that here in a minute. But we must humble ourselves and, and, and go before God and then ask him to show up and to show up in our lives. We must ask him for the degree of purpose that he's saying that we should have. And once we ask him, amen, by faith, believe and receive the fullness, believe and receive the fullness of what it is that he has for us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so he says the richest, richest experience of God's presence in our lives. Amen. When God shows up, there's that richness that silver and gold cannot provide. There's that calmness, amen, that having a million bucks cannot provide. And I'm not telling you not to go and get that million bucks, amen, because if God has it, it's for you. It's that calmness that knowing that your God is supplying all of your needs. He is the ultimate provisioner and provider for your life. He's the ultimate sustenance uh, 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 securer for you. You don't have to look at what other men have and what other women have and seek after that because he has made you in a unique fashion and he has put purpose, substantive purpose over your life. Amen. It says here that, that God's presence in our lives completely filled and flooded with God himself. Man, the consuming power of God will humble your flesh. Amen. It'll allow you, amen, to see past your personal bias. It'll allow you to press through the things, amen, that you have gone through in your past and to lay them aside and to push through and to break through toward the prize, the call of God over your life. Amen. And 20 says here, Ephesians 3 says, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do su super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think abundantly above all that we can comprehend from our personal position. God has it instead of asking for 10 Hey man, he wants you to have millions instead of asking for 
favor in one situation. He needs you to have favor in all situations. And so we must receive of it. It says, according to his power that is that is at work inside of us. So the power is inside of us. Man, I didn't know I had power until the Holy Ghost came and took over. Amen. And, and I had to invite him in. I had to allow him in. There was a practice of prayer. There was a practice of observance. There was a, a disciplined regimen of seeking out his face. And when he came in, amen, he let me know that he was the God of my life. And he let me know that he is the God of my life. And he let me know that um, his glory and, and all that I was looking and searching for had shown up in him glory to God. And so when we see him, hallelujah, says to him, be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever. Amen. And so throughout all generations, he has a purpose in you that you impact all generations. He has a purpose in you that you come to the knowledge of comprehension of who he is, amen, the length, the width, the breadth, amen, There's, it's, it's so big that you can't comprehend it from the natural aspect, but he wants to open you up in the spirit, amen, and he wants you to grasp hold of it because there's a principle coming that references oneness with God, amen, that's our part two, amen, and, and we had to go through all of that to get to this Amen. So there is a oneness of mind. There is a oneness that he is issuing into you. He needs you to come into the fullness of who he is. Amen. For your life, he needs you to get that revelation. He needs you to get established in him because there's great and precious promises. There's an execution upon the earth. He needs you to come into the fullness of what it is that he has for you. Amen. Let's look at this really quick here. Amen. And in Ephesians chapter four, verse one, this is talking about the oneness of unity of his spirit. Amen. And so he says, so I, a prisoner for the Lord, amen, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. And so worthy of the calling, live a life. That means surrendered and totally facing what it is that God has for you. Totally saying yes to his will and his way for your life. Totally saying yes to your purpose that he foreknew you to be about. Amen. And that means surrendering. That means giving in that you're not uh, surrendered to alcoholism, that you're not surrendered to pornography, that you're not surrendered to the wiles of the devil, that you're not surrendered to murdering, that you're not surrendered to, to premarital sex. Glory to God. But it's a covenant. Amen. That you're not surrendered to stealing that you're not surrendered to lying. He wants you to surrender to him. 
Glory to God that you're not a practitioner of sin. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But through Christ Jesus, he has vindicated us. He has redeemed us. He has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so we are no longer operators in that sphere. Amen. We're in a higher sphere. We're in a higher call in Jesus Christ. And so he says here, glory to God, that we function in the call. This is Ephesians 4 and 1. Funcus, function in the call says that is to live a life that exhibits godly character, moral courage, personal integrity, and mature behavior. A life that expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. I'm thankful to God for his salvation. I'm thankful that he chose me as a vessel for him. I'm thankful for Jesus Christ. And we are to operate. We are to exemplify that no matter what the this carnality of flesh is telling us. Press into the things of God. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Look to the high place in him, not the lofty places in men, not to your left or to your right, not to what your neighbor is trying to introduce to you. Amen. And then verse two says, with all humility, with all humility, you don't need your title before God. You don't need your social status before God. You don't need your bank account before God. He just needs your heart totally surrendered unto him, totally looking to the things that he has for you. Glory to God and gentleness. Amen. Main training of self-control. Amen. With patience, bearing with one another and unselfish love. Amen. It's not about you. You need to decrease so that he can increase. He has an abundance for you that you just need to ask of him. But he needs you to serve others. He needs you to surrender unto his will for your life. Amen. Not looking to the material things of this life. My father has the cattle on a thousand hills. Whatever I need, he'll give it to me. I don't need to look to others. I don't need to be jealous of what other people have. Amen. It says make every effort to keep the oneness of the spirit in the bond of peace. So we are to exercise the oneness of Christ. We are to keep the bonds of peace. We are not to tell others that they're the influence of our problem. We go into our prayer closet. We walk into the oneness with God. He is our, our problem solver. He is our solution to whatever it is that we have need of. He is our abundance where there is lack in our lives. Amen. It says each individual working together to make the whole successful. When you come into the body of Christ, you have eyes, you have ears, you have a mouth, you have a nose. Wherever your place is among the body of Christ, no one else can do what it is that he needs you to do. 
So you don't have to be intimidated. You don't have to outdo other people. Just do what it is that he's telling, telling you to do and walk in that, that degree of success and area. Why is that? Because there's one body of believers and we impact each other, right? We are, we're all God's members. Glory to God. We're all have tripart beings, right? We have a consciousness and a mind. We have a spirit. Amen. We have a soulish part. And, and then we have, amen, our, our body, right? And it says here, amen. One spirit, just as you have been called to one hope. There's one hope. There's one message, which is the gospel message when called to salvation. Amen. That hope that I need Jesus in my life. I'm, I was a train wreck before I asked Jesus to come in. I was insecure and didn't know my way or my purpose. But when I invited Jesus in, right, I became a part of that oneness with God under the body. Amen. And I'm so grateful. He says here, there's one Lord, one faith and one baptism. Amen. Man, I've been hearing a lot about baptism. You know, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. You got to be baptized in the name of Christ Jesus. You got to be baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, you know, there's some people saying, if you're not baptized under the name of Jesus Christ, you're going to hell. Some people say, if you're not baptized in the name of Jesus, you're going to hell. Some people say, if you're not baptized under the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you're going to hell. Well, hmm. We saved by faith. Amen. We're saved by faith. Amen. And so it says here, amen, there's one God and Father of us all who is sovereign. He's sovereign, but he needs us to in, implement on the earth. He's sovereign, but he needs people on the earth to activate the things in heaven as upon the earth. It says, is sovereign over all and all, working through all and living in all. God is working through you and I. He's working through secular leaders. We just need pray, 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 and command and control from the position of heaven, that oneness with God. Pray the perfect will of God over our lives. Pray the perfect will against the power of Satan and the influence of Satan. Pray, pray the perfect will, amen, that that altars um, that are rectified by other gods are torn down, and that the true God, and they get a revelation of what the true God and the essence of who he is over your life, amen, walking in oneness, and then seven says here in Ephesians four, it says, yet grace, God's unmerited, undeserving favor was given to each one of us, not just for me, not just for you, not just for a certain group. Amen. He was passing it out to everybody. Amen. 
not discriminating, but in different ways in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and abundant gift. So Christ gifted by his action on the cross, he gifted us a inheritance. He gifted us a abundance. He gifted us the grace of God through this dispensation, through his crucifixion, his resurrection, and then his ascension sitting on high, oneness with God. Amen. We walk in it. We secure it. And then eight says, it says, therefore, it says, amen. This is from Psalm 68 and 18. It says, when he ascended on high, he led captive captivity. Captivity captive. Excuse me. And he bestowed gifts on all men, our own men. And so we all have been gifted. We all have been called. Amen. So no one man has the vision for your life. They can confirm it, but God has, and he desires individual relationship with you so that you can come into the knowledge, so that you can comprehend the fullness that God has for you. And not only that, he needs you to walk in the oneness and the fullness of his body through Jesus Christ. Amen. The, the fullness of implementation, the fullness that he's called you to. And then he, he, he needs you to understand that his unmerited favor and that his grace over your life, that grace to pardon your, your shortcomings, that grace to give you the opportunity to do great and precious things for him. Amen. That's the word on today. Amen. Go forward and understand by his Holy Spirit what it is that he needs you to do and so that you can comprehend your purpose in him. Not only that, but there's one God, one faith, and one baptism. And he needs you to come into the wholeness and the oneness of who he is. And then ultimately, Christ did it, man. He paid the price. He paid the price so that we can be adopted into uh, the oneness and the fullness and into the grace of God. Jesus is on the right hand, making intercession and by his name and in his name, all things that we have and that we are covered under. And so I thank God for today. I thank God for his word. I thank God for part two of this lesson. Amen. Be blessed on today is Super Bowl Sunday. Man, go forth as the champions that you are and how you've been called to be in oneness with God. And so we thank you on today. Amen. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live on Amen all platforms. And we thank God for you. Amen. Be blessed on today. I'm going to just Let's hit some. All right, let's hit.